chili. Nah, I don't like that. Well, try just putting on a, even if it takes a hair more time, putting a little bit more of a rye thing on correct. Correct, 13. This announcement from the producers of this record contains important information for radio program directors and is not for broadcast. The first cut on this record has been cross-format focused for airplay success. As you well know, a record must break on radio in order to actually provide a living for the artists involved. Up until now, you've had to make these record-breaking decisions on your own, relying only on perplexing intangibilities like taste and intuition. But now, there's a better way. The cut that follows is the product of newly developed compositional techniques based on state-of-the-art marketing analysis technology. This cut has been analytically designed to break on radio. And it will. Sooner or later. For the station that breaks it first, the benefits are obvious. You lead the pack. Yes, no matter what share of this crazy market you do business in, no other release is going to satisfy your corporation's current idea of good radio like this one. On this cut, we're working together on the same wavelength in scientific harmony. But remember, this cut is constructed for multi-market breaking now. Don't waste valuable research with needless delay. We've done the hard work of ensuring your success. The final step is up to you. Special Designer Song follows in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Violence flaring and bullets loading You're old enough to kill, but not for voting You don't believe in war, so what's that gun you're toting? Even the Jordan River has bodies floating And you tell me Understand what I'm trying to say Can't you feel the fears I'm feeling today If the button is pushed, there's no running away There'll be no one to save with the world in a grave Take a look around you boy, it's bound to scare you boy And you tell me Situation. We're supposed to be brothers, but still there's segregation You can go to the moon, spend two weeks in space But when you come home, it's the same old place The pounding of the drums, the pride and disgrace You can bury your dead, but don't leave a trace Hate your next door neighbor, but don't look at 
destruction And you're listening to CITR Radio, FM 102, Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. And it's time right now for the Nardwar, the Human Serviette Radio Show. And who do we have in the studio right now? Hello, are you there? I seem to be. Who are you? Uh, my name is Bill Mullen. I usually don't say it on air, but since you ask... Bill, welcome to the Nardwar to Human Serviette radio show. Please explain what you're going to be doing here today. You're interpreting the life's work of a guy called Philip Random. Now, people that listen to CITR radio in Vancouver may have heard you for how long? How long have you been interpreting the life of Philip Random uh, on, the airs of, on the airwaves of CITR in Vancouver? St- well... Uh, most recently, starting in November of 2011, uh, November, November 5th, which was the anniversary of the gunpowder plot, for those who know their English history, um, we started counting down the 1,111 greatest records you probably have not heard, as chosen by Philip Random. And you can check this out when on CITR in Vancouver. Like, people may not be listening to CITR all the time time or at all citr.ca they can hear you and they can hear podcasts as well so i guess we're playing stuff today that you may have played before so we're kind of giving yeah, it away before yeah. the show even began but don't go back and listen to those yet but if you do want to listen to it's randophonic.blogspot.ca that's the uh, blog where you can find links to stuff. Yeah. And if you listen to CITR in Vancouver, Canada, you will be heard every Saturday night between 11 and 2 Pacific time. Yeah, something like that. It's, the countdown part's usually between 11 and 1-ish, and then it gets uh, a bit random for a while and fades off into the night. So basically today on the Nardwar to Human Serviette radio show, the 1,111 greatest records you probably haven't heard, a.k.a. selections from the collection of Philip Random, as curated by Bill Mullen, the host of Randophonic. So Bill, can you tell us a bit about this Philip Random? We're hearing some of his records here today. Actually, before we get deep into Philip Random, what did we just hear, and what would have Philip said about what we just heard? Yeah. Yeah, th- those were uh, two selections from the list. Uh, most recently, we heard actually the lowest song on the list, the 1,111th greatest record most people probably haven't already heard. That was Paul Revere and the Raiders doing Indian Reservation. Uh, do you want me to read what Philip had to say about it? Uh, please, go it's ahead. A 1971 uh, single, I think. Why start here? Because it's one of those eternal truths. The fan is being hit by shit, always has, always will. Even the Jordan River has bodies floating. Paul Revere and company's sort of Vegas schmaltz edge really sets Barry Maguire's 1965 Fire and Brimstone mega hit free here, which means disregard the release date of 1971. This gem didn't collide with my worldview until at least 1992. The grunge revolution was already tired. We were drinking stronger, more complicated cocktails. Folks were no longer denying the irony in pretty much everything. That is, if you told us then that less than a decade later we'd be celebrating some secret history of not just rock and roll, but every damn thing of cultural import over the past four or five decades, and this record would be key in that telling, well, we'd probably believe you. And a few minutes later, somebody would be puking their guts out. And before that, we heard Uh, some negative land. Yeah, that's from their 1987 really uh, great album called Escape from Noise, and that's the opening track called Announcement. 
uh, about which Mr. Random notes. So what if it's not a song? It's definitely a record, a recording, lead-off track from 1987's uh, Escape from Noise, which is rather appropriate. 1987 definitely being a year where music didn't suck so much as noise suddenly felt very relevant. And nobody did noise as superlatively, as hilariously, as relevantly as Negative Land from suburban San Francisco, or is it Oakland, wherever Contra Costa County is? Number 883, that was Negative Land with Announcement. And again, on an Ardwar to Human Serviette radio show, in case you're wondering, we are doing the 1,111 greatest records you'll probably never hear and haven't heard until you listen to an Ardwar to Human Serviette radio show or Randophonic. And again, we're only going to play a selection of them, obviously. But check out randophonic.blogspot.ca for the full list. And Bill, you're here curating this list that Philip Random came up with who is philip random where did he actually make this list because apparently this was found all in a cabin could you explain yeah please? it's it really is a long story so maybe we'll just sort of get to, we'll get pieces of it as we go uh but this is I, i'm going to quote from the website here because i actually had to write this for that so might as well get my uh, uh first up uh, he's not who he appears to be being neither philip nor random on his birth certificate all power to the early days of punk when reinvention of self relabeling anyway was all the rage I met him, and this is me talking, I met him in early 1981 when we were both young guys driving cab on Vancouver's North Shore. It was the easiest, slackest, best-paying job a young man could get in those days. Just get high, bomb around, meet everyday weird people, get your universe expanded. Then you, yeah, blah, blah, blah. So, I mean, he, th- then I go, so who is Philip Random, really? He's the first person I ever met who really got the apocalypse. The fact that it wasn't some grim cloud gathering on yonder horizon. No, we were in it and had been our whole lives. Blame the idiots, assholes, geniuses who split the atom back in 1945 in the New Mexico desert. Some of them were genuinely freaked out at the time that it might set in motion an atmospheric chain reaction that would engulf the entire planet. Who says they were wrong? And that's a good uh, lead into this next track, which is a Tiny Tim song. Number? Number one, uh, th- this was 146. So this is one of the more recent songs, which I should point out, as of tomorrow night, Saturday, uh, which is what, April 20th, in case you're listening to this on a podcast, uh, we're we're into the final 111 tracks. So this is one of the more recent ones. And this is Tiny Tim uh, doing a song called The Other Side, um, about which Mr. Random notes. Uh, I'm, I'm not going to read everything here because it's, it's a long thing. Um, Tiptoe Through the Tulips was the insanely catchy hit, of course, but that whole 1968 album, God Bless Tiny Tim, was erupting with weird wonder, and my neighbor Patrick had it. We, qu- we quickly nailed the other side as the high water mark, mainly because of the laughter at the beginning. Tiny Tim on the Nardwar to Human Serviette radio show with Philip Random's 1,111 greatest records you probably haven't heard, as curated by Bill Mullen. <laughs> <laughs> oh. One eye is brown, the other is brown. I am a fish, I swim around. You say I'm lost, 
disagree. The map has changed, and with it, me. Gliding through the sea, we watch strange things I see below. Cars are waiting, windshields wiping, nowhere left to go.
There comes a time when rock stars beg for cash And that's how the world's supposed to come together as one There are people dying, oh, and they just noticed And they think they're the greatest gift of all We can't go on Pretending day by day That record companies and media gods Will soon make a change We all play a part In a world that starves us all And our cooperation is all they need They're not the world They're not the children They're just bosses and bureaucrats And rock and roll has been There's a choice we're never given To run our own lives Without it, your better day Is just a better life Well, buy the record So they can pretend they care And their careers will be stronger and guilt-free well, As Michael and Lionel have shown us The world's just TV If children are starving, let them drink Pepsi They're not the world They're not the children If you want to change anything Just a better life When you're rich and famous There seems no contradiction at all But you can just have the number one hit We'll solve it all
and you're still listening, we hope, to the Nardwar, the Human Serviette Radio Show with special guest DJ uh, Bill Mullen, who's helping curate a whole bunch of records that Philip Random left in his cabin. Can you please explain what's going on? 1,111 records are left in his cabin, and you're playing them on your radio show. And today on the Nardwar, the Human Serviette Radio Show, you, Bill, are playing a selection of some of the records that have been rated by Philip Random as the top 1,111 records of all time. What did we just hear right there? What number was it? And again, what are we doing here today? Well, that was uh, 928 on the countdown list of 1,111. That was Culture Side, They Aren't the World. About which Mr. Random noted, Maybe you had to be there. Mid-80s, Ronald Reagan's America, the rich getting richer, the piss, their piss trickling down to the miserable assholes at sidewalk level on their knees, licking it up, lining up to see Tom Cruise and Michael J. Fox movies. There is an alternate history of the past 25 years where the revolution did happen. The masses did rise in unanimous self-disgust, got hungry, and ate the rich. And it all started with this album, Tacky Souvenirs, of post, a pre-revolutionary America, where Cultureside took a bunch of the more loathsome hits of the day and didn't even bother re-recording them, just smeared their, their, a word I'm not supposed to say on air, all over the original tracks. Never has ugly been so beautiful, or vice versa. So that was Cultureside. And before that, some Slayer! Yeah, it was a title track from 1988, South of Heaven, the 356 selection on the countdown list. Um, kind of a long story here, but we'll get into it. Uh, this, again, is Philip Random coming from his notes, which, which I'll just reiterate here. He, he effectively disappeared in 2001, awfully close to 9-11, although I don't think there's any real connection to that. Um, and so, he, and basically, he just disappeared for reasons that uh, we won't get into here. But the, there's every reason to believe he's still alive, just kind of laying low. Apparently, there's warrants out for his arrest, etc. Um... But yeah, uh, he said about Slayer, this is a story from Los Angeles, 1993, a few weeks before Christmas. I'm hanging with this band I sort of know who've got a day to kill between gigs and precious little cash to kill it with, which means we're drinking cheap, shitty beer, lots of it. At some point, it's wisely decided that things need shaking up a bit. Some drugs are required. Marijuana, to be specific, except Terry from Idaho, who's supposed to be dropping off the weed, only has heroin. But it's pretty much the same price, and the thing is, none of us are that cool. We've never done heroin, but here it is getting laid out in narrow brownish lines on the coffee table. And yeah, we're all just drunk enough to really not care that much. Even if you can die just snorting the stuff, particularly if you're not used to it, if your body hasn't built up a decent tolerance, this is not good, I'm suddenly thinking, as Greg the Singer rolls up a dollar bill. This is a scene from one of those movies where everything suddenly goes horribly wrong. And then Slayer comes crashing in, full blast on the stereo, ear splitting. It's Smith, the bass player, calling bullshit, enlisting no lesser ally than Lucifer himself, the morning star from his haunt way down south of heaven, demanding we see things at least slightly straight. Long story short, we just said no to the heroine, went out for burgers instead. The next morning, we woke up to the news that River Phoenix had died outside the Viper Room, maybe a mile away, some kind of overdose. So there's that. Where were you in 1993? And before that, we heard some tiny... Yeah, that was Tiny Tim singing about the melting icebergs and how we're all going to die. That was 1968. And uh, basically a children's song. So. And this Bill Mullen again is Philip Random's top 1,100 greatest records you probably haven't heard. And you're only hearing a sampling of them right now on an Nerdwire to Human Survey Radio Show. If you want to hear them all, check out Randophonic.com. 
dot blogspot dot ca and these again were discovered in a cabin in philip random's cabin where was philip random's cabin cabin you have all this information about philip random where was his cabin yeah Bill? um he always refers to it as unnamed island actually he, n- he numbers the island because there's more than one but uh so i'll leave it at that but it's one of the gulf islands doesn't really matter um where the records moldy i think they're all in pretty good shape uh, i mean it's not like he I don't think he left in a, in a total emergency. It was like it was planned, kind of like why he would leave this list. But like this list, which he never quite finished, th- th- there's a long story I could go into on how, on how we, the people doing the radio show, have had to, or, you know, it's a good thing you, you say curate because there's been a lot of organizational stuff Because you've on. got this list that you found, Philip Random's 1,111 records. You were given this list by his daughter, Chloe. Is Chloe happy with the portrayal of this list, how you're putting these songs forward? Because you're not just playing the songs, you're sort of commenting and reading some stuff and maybe adding your own words. Is Chloe happy with the portrayal of Philip Random? Yeah, I, I think she's uh, pretty on. She was the one that, that hooked us up with everything. Um, basically, he just dis- yeah. Here, here's a note from the website. As for the disappearance, it goes like this: September 2001, 9/11 gets everyone looking exactly the same direction, consumed by it. Anyway, by the time we got our focus back, well, certain things were out of place, including Philip, who hasn't been seen since. Was he in Manhattan that day? Possibly at Ground Zero. Probably not. He didn't much go in for big crowds. And anyway, we're pretty sure he's alive somewhere up the coast. Based on various rumors and at least one outstanding arrest warrant, agriculture-related, which gets us to the countdown. It was his daughter, Chloe, that alerted us to it, digging through all the stuff he left at his cabin, literally tons of it, including a whole lot of notes. That was almost ten years ago. Why did he hate cassettes and eight tracks? Like, why is it all vinyl? He likes reel-to-reel tapes, but he hates cassettes and eight tracks, which are tape. I don't think he hates them. Well, I think he hates 8-tracks. He said that's a stupid medium. He actually says it. But I think the, his issue with uh, cassettes is just hard to cue. Like, you're sort of stuck with the, uh, you, know, you, you know, you've got to fast forward and all that kind of stuff. But uh, So we're continuing on right now with the list, with Philip Random's list of the top 1,111 songs of all time. What numbers do we have coming in right now? Uh, I think we're going to get into some slow here. From uh, Vancouver, British Columbia, yeah, Canada. Yeah, Vancouver's own slow. And, um... Again, he has a lot to write about this. I'll try to cut to the nut of it. If you were around Vancouver 1986, that was the Expo year. That was the year that the whole world came to Vancouver uh, for Expo. And in the midst of all that... This the Van- World's Fair, Expo the 86. The world's, world's Fair, yes. And uh, s- there was this um, showcase for, 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 for local artists who were all going to play, and everyone got their big chance. And the opening night, Slow played and behaved so badly that they canceled the entire showcase. And that's the context for this. Uh, this is Philip Brandon talking about his response to the whole thing. Uh, I guess not being in a band, I was able to see things from a more poetic play, uh, perspective because I saw it as hilarious. Everybody's big deal rock star dreams and ambitions taken out by a posse of malcontent West Side rich kid punks who couldn't even be bothered to play proper punk rock or hardcore. They had it all mixed up with Stones, Aerosmith, Alice Cooper riffs and angles and even Motown covers. Not that I was actually there for the Expo debacle, but I was definitely there at the Arts Club on Seymour, maybe a month later, or was it earlier, when the singer, Tom, attacked all the front row tables, kicked everybody's drinks into their laps, which sounds infantile, I know, but they were just so good. As full of bile as any world-class punk band, but they also had swagger and soul. Hell, just call it all rock and roll, but not that god-awful old-time stuff Tom Cruise was dancing to in his underwear in Risky Business. Nah, this was utterly fresh and thus inevitable, because nothing stays cool forever. So we're going to hear Bad Man. Number? 
I don't have it listed here. Do you have it in front of you there? It is. N- this is slow on an Ardwarda Human Serviette radio show, part of Philip Random's 1,111 top songs of all time. And I'm looking for... We don't even know what number it is. Yeah, it kind of got... Uh, How did that happen? Well, this is... the. I, we're still doing this job of, of, cur- of sorting... Th- he left a lot of stuff. Um, like that story I just read you is something I just came across in the last couple of weeks. So... Uh, because the, you know, anyway. It's, it's somewhere in the. It was in like the 300s. I in think. the 300s. Here's Slow with. Bad Man. Bad Man. On the Nardwar to Human Serviette radio show, Philip Random's top 1,111 songs of all time, as curated by Bill Mullen, a portion of them on the Nardwar to Human Serviette radio show.
Hey. And now there's no more to There's no more, more than you. What they were saying all these years was true. Cause there's no more, more than you. Walk me out in the morning, you, my honey. Walk me out in the morning, you leave of my heart. Can't walk you out in the morning, you, my honey. Can't walk you out in the morning, you leave of my heart. I thought I heard You're still listening to the Nardwar, the Human Serviette Radio Show with special guest DJ Bill Mullen. Bill Mullen, who's brought in Philip Random's top 1,111 songs of all time. Now, Philip Random, what gives Philip Random the right to make a list? 1,111 top songs of all time. Well, anybody can make any list, but specifically Philip Random. He was, who was Philip Random? Aside from, you know, this note being found in a cabin in the Sunshine Coast in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, or on the Gulf Islands. I think it's amazing. It's like found magazine. They find pieces of paper on the street and they publish them and then they worship the pieces of paper, which is awesome. So you essentially have found through his daughter, Claire, this listing of songs and essays of Philip's top 1,111 songs, and you just think it was a neat list, and it deserved to get out there. But aside from that, Philip did have a history. He was trackable. Oh yeah, yeah. He was. Uh, he loved music. Uh, had pretty good taste, I guess. And that's. And I guess that's the. The. I think his argument for it would be he was tired of reading Rolling Stones lists and not seeing his favorites. And at the same time, there'd be these these essential punk lists. Much much as he loved punk, but you know, there was just stuff that wasn't making it. So. 
I think his argument would be uh, he he needed to do his bit for history. And but so, were you surprised to find this list? Like, wow, this list here, and I can base a radio show around well, this list. I mean, if you know my background um, in radio, I've actually done a countdowner to myself in the past. So. And number one was the Bonzo Dog Duda Band. Yeah, the greatest song at most. Yeah. But that was. And so I was aware he was up to something because he would talk about it. But I had no idea he'd gone as deep into it. And, and really, as I was saying to you in the break, I'm still discovering stuff. We're still digging through. Like, like that most recent track there, that was Einstutzen, Der Neubauten. Uh, at a, and that was actually a song that was recorded in Vancouver while they were in town for Expo 86, which we were talking about before with Slow, who began the set. And um, there's a story behind this one, which is... Uh, and you're reading from notes that are yes. Philip's... These are Philip's actual notes. Now, it's not the actual note because you've printed them out. What there's, are the actual notes printed on? What, they, is it, what is uh, it like? like every it? imaginable... I mean, sometimes it's typed. Uh, one thing was never done was uh, digitized. So, uh, yeah, sometimes it was typed, but, you know, like coffee spilled on it. Sometimes... Written in pencil. You can barely make it out. And they're uh, numbered. The top 1,111 yes. greatest records you probably haven't heard. It's also your radio show, which can actually be heard on CITR in Vancouver, Canada, on Saturday nights between 11 and 2 p.m. And you can check all your previous podcasts if you go to citr.ca and click on Random Phonic. Rando Phonic. Oh, Rando Phonic. Wow, typo there. Do you ever make any type? Maybe Philip would like it that way. That <laughs> is slightly wrong. Randophonic.blogspot.ca. So please elaborate. What are in the sacred scrolls for what okay, we Okay, well, heard. here he is. And here it's possible he's lying here in part of this. This is about Einstutz and when they play at Expo. Uh, I'm still trying to figure out how they got booked, either by some bureaucratic drone way out of their depth or a conceptual genius. It's not like there was any foreplay. The five or six sort of goth punk gentlemen wandered onto stage and proceeded to call down war. Pestilence, disease, death, the field of Armageddon itself where the final battle is to be waged. Or maybe Blitzkrieg is a better analogy, given that they were German. Except, except if you know your World War II history, you know the genius of the Blitzkrieg was not its brute power, but its speed and dexterity. They went around the Maginot Line by way of Belgium and Holland, not through it. Einstürzen charged right through us with tanks. We had pointed sticks at best. Here was true heavy metal music. They had actual chunks of heavy metal on stage. They were hitting at them, grinding them. Also, they had shopping carts. Here was the truth, straight out of Berlin, divided city. Remember, this is still back in the Cold War days. That place on planet Earth where the two opposing powers of East and West found their most intense point of contact, friction. This was that friction, straight from the souls of people who lived it. This burning soul music, setting even the rain on fire. Because it was raining now. No longer just a bit of spring or summer drizzle. No, this was West Coast rain. And I was out in it now. I guess, it was all, I guess I just had to know where all the normal folks were going, leaving their seats, trampling for the exits like someone had shouted fire. Actually, there was a fire, the band tossing rags soaked with kerosene around. So it wasn't the safe and easy chemical smoke you generally get at concerts. Now this stuff was black and fierce. Like the music was a tangible thing now, not visible, yet defined by the swath it was cutting through the surrounding crowds, a great vacuum forming around the theater at its edges. Scenes from a disaster movie, people running, screaming. I recall this mother, maybe 35, with two little girls, both of them crying. She was shouting at her husband, clearly appalled at something he'd just said. I don't care what you say. Music like this does something to people. It does something. I laughed. Of course it does. It makes them see things as they really are. And then I saw it, how the void that the music was carving was angling toward the floating McDonald's restaurant, maybe a hundred yards away. People were already trying to escape it, leaping into the waters of False Creek. 
except there was something in the water churning up the surface, making everything boil. Hammerheads, I heard someone shout. And then an explosion, violent flash of orange, yellow, white, a sick sort of groan that was barely even audible above the music from the theater. And then nothing but carnage, hundreds of hammerhead sharks, no doubt drawn to the barge by leaked cooking oil, chowing down on dozens, maybe hundreds of doomed fairgoers. Everything pulsing and throbbing in a sustained and vicious orgy of plasma and disconnected flesh, bones, other human pieces. And the band just kept playing, kept pounding, grinding, burning like they had no idea what was going down, what their music had conjured. Of course, none of that made the papers. So, Mr. Neubotten. Yes, uh, collapsing new buildings. That's, uh, that's what Einstein de Neubauten translates as. And that is the, the, the spirit of uh, what came to be known in uh, this neck of the woods as the winter of hate, the sort of mid to late 80s, 1986, 87, 88. Philip Random now brings us to track number 409 of the 1,111 greatest songs of all time. 1,111 because there's a bit of overspillage there. There's some spillage. Well, what happened was, and this, is, this gets really complicated, he actually did three, he, he, he left us with three lists, none of which totaled 1,000, but the total number of songs we ended up picking through was about 1,500, and it somehow got narrowed down through various arguments and stuff to 1,111. And now we're at number 409, and I'm saying something which I don't think I've said really too often on an Ardwarty Human Serviette radio show, Emerson, Lake, and Palmer. Yes, and we'll let Mr. Random introduce this. I cannot tell a lie. I was coerced into this selection by my good friend and neighbor, Motron. What do you mean there's nothing from brain salad surgery on your list? What are you, a critic or something? Like there was no worse title he could hang on me. And he was right about brain salad surgery. Worthy of inclusion for its title alone and its cover, an H.R. Geiger original. And the music's not so bad either, particularly Takata. As fast, as fierce, as nightmarish an assault as any chart-topping band was capable of delivering in 1973. Or as Motron put it, perfect soundtrack for the attack of those meat-eating robots. It is going to happen. Emerson, Lake, and Palmer, number 409 on Philip Random's top 1,111 songs of all time, curated by Bill Mullen.
Everybody is going to the world is going on 
Look out. You're still listening to the Nardwar, the Human Serviette Radio Show with guest DJ Bill Mullen. Bill Mullen doing Philip Random's top 1,111 songs of all time. A list you found in a cabin. That's a basis for your radio show. Yes. Is this, I think I've been talking yeah. to the wrong mic for a while there. I think. Go ahead. <laughs> Uh, yes, that, that was the Enigmas from... Uh, Vancouver, British Columbia, yeah, Canada. The 629 selection on Philip Random's 
countdown list. All Vinyl and Apocalyptic, the 1,111 greatest records you probably haven't already heard. I say that a lot. On, and you can on get the, the full list if you want at randophonic.blogspot.ca. That's the full list so far because we still have, as we're speaking here, 111 songs to go. So we're getting down to the real nitty gritty, as they say. Uh, that was The Enigmas, Windshield Wiper, which is a dance. I'm quoting Philip Random now. The record actually comes with a diagram and everything. And oh, yeah, The Enigmas are the great Vancouver band of the early mid-1980s that most folks seem to have forgotten about. They had the whole garage psych thing down, tighter than punk and sexier, but every bit as tough. If recording existed of their umpteen minute long live version of Psychotic Reaction, it would be way up near the top of this list. Not that the windshield wiper doesn't deserve its spot. Great saxophone courtesy Paul McKenzie, who now plays in the real McKenzie's, and they still kick it out real hard. Oh yeah, yeah, that's just essential West Coast whatever it is they call it these days music and before that we heard something i couldn't believe that i'd never really heard before amazing yeah. thank you philip random that was queen from their first album modern times rock and roll another of those punk rock before there was punk rock selections from queen's first album where they proved they could do pretty much anything any other so-called rock man could do and better at least that was the argument in gr- in the grade nine ghetto down by the metalwork room yeah but their fags was the predictable counter argument which sadly carried weight in those days and before that, some Emerson. Lake and Palmer. Which we played in an Nardwarder Human Soviet radio show for probably the second time. And again, an amazing track. Thank you, Bill, for bringing in the sacred scrolls of Philip Random. Again, a list you found in a cabin via his daughter. And you put a radio show. Has this been done before? Like radio shows put together around lists, like random lists that have been found like this. Well, there's no better random list than a Philip Random list. But yeah, I, it's a good question. Um... It, it was interesting where it came because, I mean, Chloe is his daughter. She she uh, contacted us about the stuff. Like, this was over 10 years ago. And, you know, we were, became aware that this thing existed. And it was just over time. Involved me becoming a student again at UBC, doing radio again. And then all of a sudden, at some point, we said, you know, it would be fun to do this. And here we are. And actually, we did have a tweet question for Philip. And the tweeter called fake name 311 was wondering what would Philip's favorite double albums be favorite double albums if Philip was around today yeah we can't really trace where he is right now what would his favorite double albums have been if he was asked from any genre from any year well I mean it's it's easy to say London Calling by The Clash it's easy to say Exile on Main Street by The Rolling Stones it's easy to say um Daydream Nation, Sonic Youth, but there's also something like, uh, which we're not going to get to today, unfortunately, Deep Purple's Made in Japan, double live album. And of course, then there's triple albums like Yes is Yes songs and uh, The Clash's Sandinista. I don't think there's any quadruple albums in the mix. Oh, of course, Space Ritual by Hawkwind. That's a great double album. And uh, I know Philip was a big fan of that one. Coming up right now, some more selections from Philip Random's 1,111 favorite songs of all time. What are we going to hear? This would be, uh, this is another local story and band, Sweeney Todd, uh, 1001 on the countdown list. So this would, would have been about the 100th song played. Uh, and this is Philip talking here, writing anyway, noting. And again, as I was explaining earlier, a lot of this stuff was, has had to be kind of put together. I mean, and this is, I remember this is one particularly grimy bit of note, probably written in pencil, maybe even some crayon involved. Truth is, I wasn't cool in 1977, notes Philip, because if I was, I would have been helping invent punk rock, not lining up for Supertramp tickets. 
But you know who else wasn't cool? Brian Adams, who I'm pretty sure went to my high school for a while anyway. He was the rock looking, rock and roll looking guy with the feathered hair and the sort of duds that might have had a place on stage. But walking down the hall to chemistry with Mr. Faulkner, they just looked dumb. But you did notice him. Later we found out he was already in a big deal band with an album out and everything. They were called Sweeney Todd. And he was their replacement lead singer, the original guy having split in search of bigger deal solo status, which he never really got. But Mr. Adams would, of course, but only once he dropped the glam for a second-rate Bruce Springsteen look and sound that only really fooled people who didn't like music anyway. Which is a pity, because if Wishes Were Horses really had something, a bubblegum glam epic fairly erupting with magical pixie dust. Sweeney Todd, number 1,001 on Philip Random's top 1,111 songs of all time as curated by Bill Mullen on Denard War is a Human Serviette Radio Show. upon a star You can do all the things that you've longed to And you won't have to wonder who you are You can be anybody you want to In a land full of promises and kings All your best laid dreams I forget you You can have the world to tie upon a string Just close your Wishes will 
burning brighter somewhere Got to be birds flying higher in a sky more blue If I can dream of a better land Where all my brothers walk hand in hand Tell me why, oh why, oh why Can't my dream come true Oh why, there must be peace and understanding Sometime, strong winds of promise that will blow away the doubt and fear. If I can dream of a warmer sun where hope keeps shining on everyone, tell me why.
you're still listening to the Nardwar the Human Serviette Radio Show with guest DJ Bill Mullen. Bill, what have we been doing today on the Nardwar the Human Serviette Radio Show in case people are wondering yet again? Uh, it's a survey of what I've been up to with my current radio show called Randophonic, which uh, can be accessed either by listening to CITR on Saturday night starting at 11 p.m. That's www.citr.ca if you don't live in Vancouver, yeah. British Columbia, Canada. Or you can uh, access the podcast and all kinds of other information, including much of the stuff I'm reading here via the website, which is randophonic.blogspot.ca or .com. I think they both work. And it's relating to the 1,111 greatest songs, records you probably haven't heard. All vinyl, yeah, it's, uh, Philip Brandon referred to it as the uh, all vinyl countdown and apocalypse. People wonder what he meant by apocalypse. And Philip Brandon, again, is the guy who wrote the list that you found. You found the sacred scrolls and are following them. Yeah, and... Uh, and you've created a radio show about oh, yeah, it. Yeah, I got a radio show out of it, with, if nothing else. Um, here's, yeah, point seven, for, which is found on the website on the um, page called Rules and Ambiguities. Number seven, there is no clear explanation anywhere in Mr. Random's notes as to what the apocalypse part of the countdown's official title is supposed to mean. And then there's a quote from him in which he says, maybe I just really like the word, the way it rolls off the tongue and speaks to the spirit of things, the end of all things, the unveiling of new things, the world ends in a blinding flash of light. You blink a few times, your eyes adjust, you realize you're looking at a great white curtain. The curtain part's revealing. I sometimes think I've lived my whole life in that moment of revealing. Giddy shit, but it's got to be growing up in the Middle Ages. So uh, it's an interesting point to be in history. And he goes back and talks about the atom getting split in 1945 and how he figures that changed uh, human life forever on the planet and we're in an evolutionary phase ever since and blah, blah, blah. Well, if Philip Random was a DJ and he made this list, how do you know that a radio show hasn't been done around this actual list? And you're actually repeating something that Philip actually already did. Well, his notes indicated that it never got, he never got around. Well, he, first of all, he never really even finished the list. Somewhere else it mentions there's three different lists and the totals were completely out of whack with each other, which has been part of the job of curating this whole thing, putting it together, getting us things like the 315 song, which we just heard there. What did we just hear in the past little set there, Bill? Well, most recently, that was The Monkees, Circle Sky, found on the soundtrack to the 1968 movie Head. Uh, the Prefab 4, this is Philip writing here, they prove they really can do it right and record a song that actually matters. Too bad it came too, so late. 1968, from the soundtrack to Head, a movie so weird, only people who hated The Monkees liked it, except none of them went. It took us decades to figure the whole thing out. We're all just dandruff in Victor Mature's hair and something to do with Frank Zappa and a cow. And before that, at what number did we hear? That was the 307 selection on the countdown, and that was Elvis Presley. You may have heard of him, If I Can Dream, a single from 1968, about which Mr. Random notes, when Elvis died in 1977, John Lennon was smugly heard to observe that he'd already been dead for almost 20 years. Ever since he joined the army back in 1958, but I give him another 10 years to 1968 and the big deal comeback TV special he did on NBC. Martin Luther King and Bobby Kennedy had just been shot. The Vietnam War had officially gone to hell. The Beatles hadn't played live for years, but Elvis wasn't worried. He had a secret weapon for the show's finale, a brand new song written by a guy named Earl Brown called If I Can Dream. And we're quoting Elvis here. I'm never going to make another movie I don't believe in. And yet... Oh, sorry, I'm, I'm never going to sing the song I, I don't believe in. I'm never going to make another movie I don't believe in. And yeah, Elvis did sing If I Can Dream on NBC with deepest belief, a performance that reached, the, through the, reached all of humanity, and then he proceeded to eat donuts, sing awful songs, make worse movies, and finally dying nine years later all alone. 
poor guy. Number 1001, we began the set with Sweeney Todd. Yes, Vancouver Zone. Now, to end the Nardward Human Serviette radio show, you have some selection there, Bill, from Philip Random's collection of 1,111 greatest songs of all time. But I also have something we're going to play after that. So after your final Philip selection, we're going to play something by Rennie Wilson, who is actually coming to Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. This Tuesday, this is Rennie Wilson from Edmonton, and he's coming to Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada this Tuesday, April the 23rd at the Biltmore with Movie Land and Fake Tears. You can get tickets at Zulu, Red Cat, and online. We're going to play Who Was I by Rennie Wilson right after we hear something by Bill Mullen's selection from Philip Random's 1,111 Greatest Records of All Time. So, Bill, to end the Philip Random portion of the Nardwar to Human Serviette radio show, 1,111 Greatest Records of All Time, what are we going to hear? Uh, we're going to hear part of, anyway, um, an epic. As much as we can. Uh, yeah, from the 1,077th selection, an epic track called Mr. Oil Man. Uh, from the Jarvis Street Review, I, I got to say, a band called Movie Land—that's a whole other thing to get into. But your most, your current drummer for the Evaporators used to be in a band called Movie Land. Indeed, with yes. Al Boyd from I, Kentucky Fried Church Bus. And I don't think they're the same band at all. But anyway, um, the more the better. Exactly, it's a good name. Uh, Jarvis Street Review, Mister Oilman. I can't remember even remember the guy's name. Says Philip Michael. Maybe he was a teenager, lived in the house behind mine, down some suburban dead end. Doesn't matter where, all suburbs are the same, in memory anyway, from 1970 when you were 10 years old. Anyway, Michael had a band, and every now and then they'd jam in the basement. We younger kids would hop the fence, sneak up and listen, smell the incense they had burning, no doubt to mask the pot smell. But we weren't that hip yet, just trading Beatles bull, uh, yeah, how they broke up because Paul was dead, killed by a walrus while high on LSD. Anyway, this is the Jarvis Street Review, straight out of Thunder Bay, Ontario, reminding me of what Michael's band must have sounded like, except they were better. Jarvis Street Review, that is. And environmentally conscious. And a Canadian psych rock obscurity, too. This is a very expensive... This is one of the more expensive records on Philip's list. If you can find this... You're, you're, uh, yeah, you're, it's a good find. And it's on a major label, too, which is quite incredible. So it was a small pressing. Yeah, it was on Columbia. Yeah. That's, From uh, Thunder Bay, home of Paul Schaefer. There you go. Anything else you want to add to the people out there at all, Bill Mullen, about Philip Random's 1,111 greatest songs of all time? Yeah, just a reminder that we are getting to the end of this countdown. It's been going on for well over a year. And in the next month and a bit, we're going to get to number one. We have 111 tracks to go randophonic.blogspot.ca or .com. Either one will get you there. Well, thanks so much, Bill, and Philip Random, wherever you are. Keep on rocking in the free world, and doot, doot-a-loot, do. Doot, do.
beautiful Mexico. Oil slick in Florida, Georgia, that's so. Oil slick in Newfoundland and on the Riviera.
Thanks, babe. Because you never play them, babe. At CITR, our hosts choose the music they play. That means our charts actually reflect the tastes of music lovers, as opposed to focus groups. So if you want to know what's really tearing up the charts, get your hands on a copy of Beatroot or Discorder magazine, or go online to CITR.ca. CITR's charts are based on actual spins motivated by actual preference. No payola, no marketing, just good tunes. Refreshing, no? This 420 makes sure you head down to the Rickshaw Theater for an awesome night of reggae and ska music featuring Jamaican pioneers the Scottalites with guests the Valuables and Johnny and Corey from East Van Soul Club. Tickets are available right now for only $22 at live at rickshaw.com, Red Cat, Neptune, and Vinyl Records. Sponsored by CITR.